Welcome back to Sciencing from Home, a podcast from the UIC Las Ganas program. I'm Veronica Ariola, program director of Las Ganas, and I'm using this podcast as a way to keep in touch with our students as we work from home during the COVID-19 pandemic. For this episode, I chatted with Nisi, who is a recent graduate with a major in biological sciences. She starts nursing school at UIC in the fall. We're now at the end of July and into our fifth month of working and sciencing from home. We are about a month away from the start of the fall semester, and there are still a lot of questions to be answered about where we go from here. We launched this podcast as a way to stay connected with our fellows. The fact that our episodes are short is because we want this podcast to fit into our busy schedules. But today I want us to slow down. This pandemic has increased our collective anxiety. It has increased my anxiety. I worry about the safety of not just my family and friends, but all of our students and the entire Las Ganas team. As the program director, I need to make decisions about when and how we will reopen the office in the fall semester. I need to balance the needs of students with safety and the safety of the overall team. Then there is the grief and loss. When we closed the office in March, we lost our chance to send off the spring 2020 graduates in proper fashion. But when I closed the door, I thought we'd be back on campus by now. I overestimated our ability to control the virus in the United States. I underestimated the anti-science mentality in this country, even though as someone who has worked in science her whole career, I actually understand how it works very well. Now we're facing a hybrid fall semester. This means we are losing the chance to welcome new students to campus in person. That's at the heart of our mission. For Las Ganas to be a welcoming and supportive space, a community, how do we coach you through the ins and outs of UIC if we aren't physically at UIC? Sure, much of the bureaucracy translates well to the virtual space, but the awesomeness of UIC is much better in person. The loss of our physical community is immense to me. And now many of the conferences that we have been preparing our fellows to present at are moving virtual. This means they can still present, but there's a sense of camaraderie that comes from traveling together and meeting students from other campuses who are doing similar work, especially other Latinx students. Lastly is the loss of family and friends. We know that some of you have lost family members and friends, some to COVID-19, some to other things. And mourning during this pandemic has been complicated, to say the least. Not only do humans crave community in good times, but we lean on that community in hard times. And these are hard times. Acknowledging this hardness is okay. Let's take a few minutes to slow down and breathe. If you can get comfortable, sit down, lay down. Maybe you're walking somewhere. Keep walking at a gentle pace. Or if you're like me, you might be driving and listening. So be careful. Keep your eyes on the road, obviously. Let's take a deep breath in and out. Roll your shoulders back. Inhale. 
focus just on your breathing. If you've wandered off somewhere, bring your attention back to your breathing. In and out. In and out. One more. to normal breathing shake it out if you can twist your neck around great good job so let's get back to the podcast and let's meet Lisey Lisey thank you so much for joining me on Sciencing from Home can you introduce yourself to everybody um, sure. So my name is Lisi. I just recently graduated undergrad at USC with a bachelor's of science in biological sciences. Um, moving on to nursing school in the fall to get my master's in nursing. Excellent. Congratulations on graduation and moving on to nursing school. I'm Thank really you. excited about all of that and to follow you. Yeah, so I work in Dr. Brian Murphy's lab. Um, and two main projects really come out of there. So one of them is like antibiotic discovery and building bacterial libraries. Um, and the one that I'm working on is focusing on botanical supplements and how they affect uh, women's health. So more specifically, we're looking at supplements that affect um, progesterone levels within the women's bodies. Since these supplements are super understudied, we know a lot about estrogen and estrogen mechanisms, but not so much about progesterone mechanisms. And and progesterone is the second most important uh, reproductive hormone in a woman's body. So it's really important for us that we understand what these supplements contain, um, what's responsible for that activity, and then hopefully we can pass along that information to develop maybe toxicology guidelines or therapeutic uses or even just consumer information so that women know what they're putting in their bodies when they're taking these supplements. So my job, um, I kind of been working on this project from start to finish. So I was able to identify some common supplements that women are using these are just like remedies that you might see on like for example women's health magazines and things like that so these are word of mouth caught like cures such as like oregano chase tree berry tea is really popular um red clover supplements stuff like that 
So we've identified a few of those and have just been working on trying to figure out what the molecules responsible for that activity are. Wow, this is fascinating. Uh, what, what attracted you to this project, uh, especially as a pre-nursing student? I don't think that a lot of students going into the fellowship um, or a lot of students think that uh, research is a path for nursing students. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I actually didn't know that I wanted to go into nursing when I started this project, um, like when I first found out about it. And I actually didn't even know that uh, this kind of project was coming out of Dr. Murphy's lab. I was just interested in Dr. Murphy himself because I thought he was a really interesting character. Um, and I knew that he did good work. So when I first went to meet with him, he's like, well, yeah, we also have this uh, supplement project that you might find kind of interesting. And I did because, well, in my family, like we do that a lot too. Like my dad is a really big health nut, so he's always looking for out-of-the-box remedies for things. And so when I saw botanical supplements, I was like, oh yeah, like that would be perfect. Um, and then as I started to figure out like what I wanted to do with my future, then it was Dr. Murphy who was like, well, this will be really applicable for you because now you can get to understand sort of the behind the scenes that come from not only antibiotics, but also botanical supplements and what women are doing outside of medicine. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really helpful, actually. So, yeah, I mean, I think people don't really think of research as a path for nursing, but there's so much that we can contribute um, to the research field that is still going to be relevant to our patients' lives at the end. This really makes me remember, this really makes me think about uh, when I go to the doctor and they ask for what prescriptions over the counter, and then they have to stress also uh, supplements vitamins uh, so that they know what I'm putting in my body so they can take that into consideration when they're treating me. Yeah. Well, that's like one of the things we're talking about too, because um, my research venture was recently telling me about a study. And so there's like synthetic alternatives to progesterone that women are using, but um, and that are medically prescribed, but those supplements carry a lot of risks. And there's always the risk that like if you take a medication for a prolonged period of time, your body becomes sensitive to it. So you have to constantly increase that dosage. So even understanding like what these supplements can do outside of that maybe will help us lower the dosage or keep the dosage low enough or prevent counter interactions and things like that. So uh, again, we're recording this in the middle of a pandemic in the midst, not sure if it's the middle yet or not. Um, what is time? Uh, but <laughs> given the state of the world um, and medicine, and you are on your way to becoming a nurse, um, how has how has the pandemic impacted your research? How has it impacted the way you think about your future as a nurse? Um, has the strength in it? Are you having any more? Are you are you having any doubts? Um, well, for the research part, it's been difficult because the labs have been closed, so we haven't been able to do any hands-on experiment so far. It's just been a lot of, like, data analysis and things like that. Um, my lab, we meet via Zoom three times a week, and we're, so we started to do different series, so we learned about how to write abstracts, how to uh, understand LCMS and, uh, different kinds of spectra and test results. So really focusing on the enrichment and like how to be better scientists without necessarily doing experiments, which has been 
different but interesting. Um, and then as far as like the pandemic, I guess it really hit home that like if something like this were to ever happen again, like that would be me on the front lines. Like I would, I would be the one, like in the heart of the battle to. But it's like it's like shocking, I guess, to really think about like this is something very serious, and I would be in the middle of it. But at the same time, like I'm really excited to do that and to be there and to help out in any way that I can. So I don't know. I guess it's it's both intimidating, but also thrilling. How do you feel you've grown as a scientist during this process? Um, definitely a lot. I feel well, like when I first went into lab, I literally didn't know anything. Like apparently I was even pipetted wrong and I didn't even know that that was the case. Um, so technically my skills I've learned a lot. I've learned to be more meticulous and precise about what I do, um, and be less sloppy in that sense. I've also learned a lot about my field and a lot of theories behind like the techniques that we use. So not only have I grown technically, but also, I guess, academically in that way. So I learned once I started to get a grip for like what we were doing and the theories behind it and the processes behind it, I could start to ask more pointed questions, more thoughtful questions. Um, and so that was really fun too, because I got to feel more like I was participating and less like I was just kind of absorbing like a sponge. Um, so I think I've grown a lot in both senses. Something you said earlier about uh, writing up things. Um, so does that mean there's a manuscript in process? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that overall there's a manuscript in process, but I did have to do a lot of writing for like the capstone paper um, to turn in at the end and stuff like that. So that's what I've been working on. We haven't really like gotten super duper results from it yet. Like nothing definitive, so we can't really write up anything. But I hope. I hear that. That's how science goes. Sometimes <laughs> you work a lot. You put in a lot of hours and don't get the results as quickly as you would expect. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to somebody who's considering applying to the research fellowship? Oh, absolutely, do it absolutely do it. It's an amazing opportunity. It's not only a recognition of like you yourself as a scholar and someone who's interested in science, but it opens so many doors and there's so much support. I loved it. I, I had a really great time and I'm really, really grateful for this opportunity. So I would absolutely recommend applying. Thanks. Um, is there anything else you want to say about your, your time in the lab? Uh, um, I just got really lucky. I have a really great lab full of really great people. Oh, I think you made it really great. I think you make, you know, there's a bit of luck, but there's also a lot of, I know you worked really hard to make this happen as well. And like you said, it's a team effort. Uh, so, and I know you're going to take that same kind of um, ethic and spirit into nursing school. So I wish you the best of luck and do stay in touch. Thank you. And yes, I will. I definitely will. I'm staying at UIC, so I'll be around. Excellent. <laughs> so, all right. Well, then, thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you so much for that opportunity. Mm -hmm. 
Thanks again for joining me at Sciencing From Home. Thank you, Lisey, for sharing your story. Thanks for taking a few moments to slow down with me today. We can't help others if we don't take care of ourselves. My care routine involves a lot of loud music to dance to, the Shine Text app, and the Calm app. If you need more assistance in figuring out a self-care routine, check out the UIC Wellness Center at wellnesscenter.uic.edu or the Counseling Center at counseling.uic.edu. If this breathing exercise helped you, let me know. Maybe I'll make this a regular segment. A reminder that you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at UIC Las Ganas and on Instagram at Las Ganas UIC. You can also find us at lasganas.uic.edu. Don't forget, we changed our URL. Las Ganas is funded by the U.S. Department of Education through an HSI STEM Title III Part F grant. All opinions expressed in this podcast are reflective of the speaker, not our funder. Until next time, please keep washing your hands, stay inside, and take care. We really do hope to see you on campus soon. Peace. Peace.